It's official. England are going to win the World Cup. Beautiful pull down by Bergkamp! Yes, welcome back. The World Cup has officially started in my eyes. England have played. There's been two other games which we'll talk about tonight and we've got lots of readers, not readers, are they? They're listeners, listener views um, and many, many tweets to go through and some funny bits that we've seen. First of all, uh, King Owen Wes, how are you both? Very, very good after watching that England performance today. Yeah, very happy with the, all of the games today. They were all quite good. Podcast done. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your time. Yep. Welcome. <laughs> uh, let's start. There's only one place to start, isn't there? Uh, and Wales. that is in England. Oh, not Wales. Not Wales. No. <laughs> England. It, it was Go. cracking, wasn't it? Like, uh, so it, the first twenty minutes or so, I was a bit bored because you know most of it was bored. Spent, well, the goalkeeper was on the floor for like twenty minutes, weren't he? Um, oh yeah, that was that was not nice, was it? No, that was that was a horrible collision. He should um, have come off the field though straight away, right? Because that was yeah, you could see even when he stood up, he was he weren't there, he weren't with it. He um, had a Pinocchio nose anyway, didn't he? And then he, he broke did. it, and it yeah. essentially went like a genetically modified Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah I, did, I did say on Twitter you can break your nose and be a bit like oozy without. Uzi, woozy. Be a bit what Uzi, did you say? Yeah, Uzi. <laughs> Pretty sure when you break your I nose, mean, there's a lot of ooze it's going a, it's on. A, yeah, you can be woozy and oozy without being concussed. But yeah, ultimately, I think he probably was concussed. So. It yeah. Sounds like a really shit indie band. Uzi, woozy. Yeah. <laughs> would download. Yeah, would probably have a listen myself. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, wasn't it? It, it, was, it was a stop-start. First twenty minutes or so. But I've, I've decided that Bellingham's the best player on the planet. He was unbelievable on the planet. Oh, he was unbelievable from minute one to, to the end of the game. I mean, I, I watch German football occasionally, and he stands. Oh, hell, hipster! <laughs> he stands out in German football, but Timo Werner stands out in German football, and he's he's rubbish. But today he was he was breathtakingly good from yeah in everything he did. It was only against Iran though. You can only beat him in front of you, right? He just seems so composed all the time. Like nothing phased him. Every pass he made was was the right pass to make. He's, he was quick thinking. Just, yeah, all round, really, really good performance. And, yeah, scored the first goal for our World Cup journey, which is always a positive thing. Our so. World Cup journey. Yes. Lovely. I heard someone say, uh, I think I read it on Twitter or something, but if uh, Jude Bellingham keeps up, that level of performance, we should replace Sweet Caroline with Hey Jude. Yeah, I'd agree with that. 
I did actually think that I was, I was, it's some sort of football chant there, including Hey Jude. Obviously, it's not going to be going in, in Germany, but I think if he continues playing like this in the World Cup, surely he's going to get a big move back to the Premier League, right? Well, you'd think so. Or, you know, maybe one in one of the Spanish clubs, because let's face it, who's not going to want him? Um, I think, it, yeah, he could take his pick of every club in the world. I don't think, I think he improves everybody. So. I don't think the dog wants him from the sound of it. No, the dog's completely against him. Dog is furious. <laughs> what about, who else scored? I've forgotten. It's been such a long day of football. So there was re- the redemption stories, wasn't there, from, from Bukayo Saka getting two. And oh, yeah, yeah. Got his, got his goal. It's a shame Sancho's not in the squad, otherwise he could have potentially got one as well. Um, I'm really pleased for those guys getting that, you know, after what happened in in the Wembley game uh, in the final of the Euros. It was nice for them to get their goals, be um, properly celebrated for the great players they are. I was also <laughs> urging, uh, I was urging Callum Wilson to to take a shot when he was for on goal, but fair play to, <laughs> to give up that goal to give to Grealish as well. So. Well, talking of the Greenish goal, the, the celebration was was a lovely story, wasn't it? It was um, a, a lad that had or has got cerebral palsy. Yeah, so he looks up to uh, to Greenish because Greenish's sister's also got cerebral palsy. Um, yeah, loves their relationship because um, yeah, apparently when they won the league, it's a United fan. I don't remember Man City ever winning the league, but apparently they won the league last year or something, and. Um, yeah, apparently he was, you know, he got on the pitch and he was like making sure that they make it a big fuss of her and stuff. So, um, yeah, apparently this Finley lad really um, appreciated Jack Grealish for, for, you know, for what he did for people for cerebral palsy. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's a lovely story. If you haven't found it on uh, Twitter, I'm sure you can find it if you want to. It's, it, I like that sort of thing because footballers, when any footballer, steps out of line they get vilified don't they from all and sundry uh and there's a lot of this stuff that happens and it probably goes under the radar a lot of the time so it's nice it's nice to see and they don't have to do it right i mean maybe they do have to do it i don't know but um just the joy on that lad's face was great wasn't it i think you said it kingo it might have been you it might have been you guys i can't remember which one of you said it on, on whatsapp that difficult not to get a tear in the eye when watching that it is, and I think it just it just makes you realise, like you say, they can be vilified about actually how human they are. Um, yeah. And this guy's obviously Grealish is a role model to this this kid, and I think yeah, fantastic gesture, and yeah, so it was quite an emotional emotional celebration. So England essentially won a set of tennis, didn't they? Six two. Six. They did. Yep. Yeah. Broke the serve. Broke yeah, broke serve. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is it difficult to? Glean much out of that because it was just against Iran. I know, I know you said Wes, you can only beat what's in front of you, but is it? Well, I think yeah. Feels... You both, you both, you both kind of said yesterday that you were a little bit concerned about the game, and I think everyone is. I think the first game of the World Cup, no matter who you face, is always going to be a nerve, nervy time. And I think the way we beat Iran, I think, says a lot uh, about the team. Um, and I think look at that performance and yes it's only around and yes we shouldn't be getting excited after one game but it kind of takes away all the crap that we saw in the Nations League before before the tournament I think you, you can start looking and going actually yeah we've got some really really good players and I mean if if Jude Bellingham can keep that keep that performance up for for every single game then yeah he's going to be he's going to be a great help and we, it should help us against some of the better teams 
But like we say, it's the first game. So how much can you really... You predicted it would be nil-nil. Me? I convinced yeah. it was going to be three nil. I was the one no. that said that we were going to absolutely smash it. You put, you said it would be nil. No, I said three nil. You said nil nil. No. No, I think you can listen. <laughs> You'd have to listen back, mate. I think it, I think we record these, so we probably go back. <laughs> <and listen. laughs> uh, on the basis, look, I was really impressed with England. I know I was worried and didn't expect big things to start with, but actually they impressed me. And what I what I like most is they showed they could do it against a team that sits back and tries to almost says come and break us down and we managed to do that and would have managed to do it comfortably didn't we so yeah I mean if you look up, up until I mean second half we, we we kind of went backwards a little bit and we, we were a bit sloppy in defence but I think from that kind of 20 minute mark in the first half we were unplayable really really good football we looked composed on the ball attacking wise we yeah we were, we were making the right passes we were for a team that sat back, we we ripped, we kind of played them apart, played them off the park. So, yeah, I think definitely a lot of positives to take from that game. Um, I think obviously conceding the goal was never nice, but it was a good finish, uh, and the penalty was just just ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think there were there were two points that, that I think were really worth noting is that first of all, Qatar looked like they hadn't played for six months, and. And we looked like we were, we'd played last week. And obviously that's because all of our players did play last week. Um, but, but as well as that, I think the tournament experience, we've said before about, you know, the, the, we need to capitalise on the fact that we've made a semi-final and a final. And the players, you could see with the goals, especially the Saka and the Rashford ones, they didn't play like it was their first World Cup game. They played like it was, you know, just another game that they had to get through. And, and they took their goals with composure. Whereas before England have played within themselves a lot in the in tournaments and um, especially in the first game, during the first game of the last World Cup, we were we were bang average and, and scored a last minute goal against a team very similar in quality to to Iran. So um, yeah, I think we can take huge positives. And these opening games as well, they're usually really tight affairs. We've seen it in the, the other games that we've seen. You know, all right, Qatar wasn't very good quality, but they still only lost two 0 and we've put six past Iran. That's all well and good. Put your balls on the table. Are England going to win the World Cup? I'm nowhere near a table. Put your uh, balls no. on whatever's closest. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not going to. I still don't. I still think there's probably. Four Where's or five your English pride? Teams. I've got English pride, and I'd love to see us win the World Cup. I just think, like I said, it's only around. It's the first game, and I think there's there's plenty plenty of better teams out there in this tournament that can. That will probably put us. We play defensively. We play like that against a better team. We will be. We will be beaten. You've heard it here first. Adrian King hates England. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I've got more hope than we can than I did this time yesterday. Um, mainly because we, we went for a team. You know, we normally play for the like set pieces and, and, and we try and you know, counter-attack potentially, but this was just a, we absolutely just played with a bit of width and we actually took it to Iran and, um, you know, the other two teams we've got to play. I mean, we've seen every team we're going to play for the next three games, right? Because we've got to play the render-up in Group A or, or the, you know, the winner of Group A, depending on where we finish. And we'll beat all of those teams play today. So Confident, Wes. We'll, we'll just see how our France are. Because that's potentially our first big game. Um, but, They're all know, big games in the World Cup. They are all big games, apart from uh, Qatar versus Ecuador. Yeah, still a big game. World Cup opener. Yeah, 
What about the... That's enough of England that we know we're going to win the World Cup. Probably going to win it comfortably. Probably won't concede, I don't think, after after today. So uh, the, the second game of the day, I've got to be honest, I did fall asleep during it for a little bit. I thought it was a very good game. Senegal you, you missed Texas, wasn't it? It was. You missed... No, it wasn't Texas, no. No, it was Holland. Senegal, Holland. And and South Holland. And yeah. Groningen and... Yeah, yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah, all of the other states of of Holland. It was oh, a yeah. very good game, and I I was surprised. I didn't realise how many, I'd say, star players, good players that Senegal had. I think they've got a really they've got a really strong squad, and I think they were in in that game until what was it the the kind of sixtieth seventieth minute. Um, oh, you mean as far as I'm concerned, it was nil nil because I fell asleep at nil nil. Right, so, is that is that the rules? Yeah, <laughs> that's our were... that's our design. They were two goalkeeper mistakes away from a point, weren't they? Yeah, okay. So, um, Neither of those teams are going to win the World Cup, though, right? Uh, no. No. No, I don't think so. What did you think to the brightness of the Netherlands shirt? It's not bright enough. Not bright enough for you? No. No, it should be like an orange highlighter. Yeah. That's how orange it should be. Interesting. Hmm. Wales? Wales for the USA. What about that one? I didn't see much of it, but from what I listened to on the radio, I think yeah, that's right. On the wireless, yeah, I'd on the wireless on the way home from football training. It was um, wireless. They seem to be a lot better once Kiefer Moore came on Wales. Um, And it's like I said said to Wes before, and I'm surprised they didn't start him. I think with the form he's in at the moment, Um, and I think that shows I should probably be Wales manager because uh, as soon as he was brought on, then yeah, they smashed him. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got to take an issue with the Wales manager. Former you know, manager. he's an ex Northampton Town manager. Yeah, right. And wasn't he the guy that replaced Wilder? He was. Yeah, he was terrible. He steered us to a defeat versus Stourbridge in the FA Cup for starters. He infamously got sacked pretty much after saying it was, what did he say? I think he said after we'd lost pretty heavily and he said it was men v girls or something, something that was ridiculously sexist and that you just can't say in 2022 or whatever year it was then. So I, this is probably what fuels my hatred of Wales. I do not want him to sit him to be successful. I, I don't think Wales will get out of the group. I think that yeah, they got the draw, but I think I, I think probably USA have got a better chance of getting out of the group than, than Wales. Yeah, I think ultimately it comes down to who's going to beat Iran and find more goals, right? Yeah, I'll tell you who. I'll tell you what USA did have better haircuts. And a, a Brackley Town youth player. Did they? Yeah, Christian Pulisic. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And George Weah's son. And George Weah's son. Lovely um, goal, actually, wasn't it? I, I tried to find the amount of American players that have actually played in America. Mm. Yeah, it's less than 10 of their squad have actually played in America. Most of them came through at, like, one came through at Valencia, Schalke, a couple of Borussia Dortmund players. Yeah, they all came through in Europe. It's probably something that, like the league, really, isn't it? I was going to say, do you think having a poor kind of league in the country impacts then on the national team. I'm just trying to think because 
the Italian league is usually relatively strong. The Spanish league is usually relatively strong. German league is relatively strong. French, you could argue, maybe. Yeah, French is considered the top five league, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, who else? Brazili- Brazilian and Argentina. I mean, they've got the history, I guess, of football and stuff, haven't they? So, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I think there's two Brazilians based in Brazil in the squad. Yeah. But I guarantee like, most of them would have played in Brazil at some point and then moved over to Europe. Hmm. Um, I think I think it matters for the European teams more than the, the non-European teams. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, America is. It, it makes its own problems with things like the salary cap. They they really do hinder who they can bring into each squad. They don't want to flood the league with foreigners, but it's the only way you're going to make the league better because your country doesn't really care about football. Really. Were you in? Uh, so I'm just going to concentrate on on the US. The Wales game because obviously it's it's England's group. You think anything to be scared of there? Um, obviously the the Wales game will be. I was going to say a little bit like a cup tie. Um, yeah, I think all, Wales, Wales cup ties aren't they? But yeah. I think Wales will be more up for the England game than probably any of the other games in the group because obviously mm. they want to beat us probably more than anyone else. Um, I, I don't think looking at either team is anything for us to be worried about. Um, I mean, we didn't play like we did today, and I think we should beat both of them comfortably. The fact is, we, if we beat US on Friday, we're through, right? There's, there's, yeah, I can't think of an. I think mathematically we're through. So, um, yeah, ultimately the, the Wales game that might be a massive advantage for Wales that they might be able to beat Iran and get a point against us, and then that's them through as well. I, I watched the the USA-Wales game, and I can't say I was worried by either of them, to be honest. Um, you know what you're getting with Wales, right? You're going to get up and at them a little bit. They lack quality in areas, but probably what where they lack quality, they do make up for a little bit with with their passion, I guess, and, and their effort. USA, I thought, once you, you once Wales got them a little bit, they looked pretty poor. So there's nothing, we should win all three games, really. Yeah, Gabby Agbonglahor said on Talksport the other day that. Um, just say, say his name again. Where Gabby, you did that? Gabby Agbonglahor. Yeah, well done. Top um, one. He said that he he would have thirty England players before even considered any of the Welsh squad. You, mm, Gareth Bale, you, right? Yeah, Gareth Bale would be the only one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he would put, he would probably get into the twenty six. Yeah, whether he'd start or not is a different question, but he'd be in the I'm squad, not, right? I'm not sure. You know, I, of course he would. I don't, I don't doubt his ability and, and what he does for Wales. That's, I, you know, I understand he's he's phenomenal for though for them. But he's played two 90-minute games in this year, and he played seven last year. They said it on commentary earlier. That's that's not enough to get you in an England squad. I'll, I'll be honest. You say he's, he has been phenomenal. He was crap against the US. He. he he barely touched it. I know he scored the equaliser, but it was from the penalty spot. It was a very good penalty. Don't get me wrong. But he was anonymous up until then. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, he did a lot to get them there, didn't he? He did. I think he scored right. a couple in the qualifying, in like the playoff qualifying games. I don't care, Wes. I mean, he's got 41 goals for Wales. I'm pretty sure that any Welshman would say that he's, like, he's their star man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's true. I mean, I agree. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't put him in the English squad. I, I don't think he fits in the English squad at all, if he was English. 
did did you hear Chris Sutton? I think it was call uh, Senegal the Senegalese pussycats. That's not very nice, is it? What was he getting? What was he? Why, why was he calling them that? Because he was saying that they didn't perform well enough. It was a little bit of his analysis, I guess. Didn't I wouldn't say they were that bad. I think pussy cats. He called them. Yeah, well, I don't understand what he's what he's talking about. Um, I'll call it out right now. Chris Sutton is a prick. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Not, you're not a massive fan. You're not the first, and you won't be the last to say that. Did you hear the Queerosh quote they were saying on commentary earlier? I don't. No. I, I don't really understand the context of it, but essentially, he said. Um, when you haven't got dogs, you play cats. Is that like, is that a bit like when, when you haven't got beer, you, you drink whatever's at the back of the cupboard? Well, maybe, but you should have definitely played footballers. Yeah. What's with all the, the animal analogies, especially cats? What's yeah. wrong with cats? Yeah, what's always wrong with cats? I like cats. Yeah, I'm all right with a cat. Yeah. I'm sure they're not very good at football, but... Have you seen the cat play football? Well, they, I... they call goalkeepers cats. No. They do. We've we've got proof they're not very good because yeah. something in the reflex is like a cat. Yeah. Ah, yeah, something in the yeah, yeah. yeah, fair, fair. Uh, I tell you what, actually, interesting. <laughs> while we're discussing the USA Wales game, we've had a a tweet from Dunstan. Hello, Dunstan. Um, was USA v Wales the best FA Cup third round game never to have been played in the FA Cup? <laughs> yes, definitely was. It sums it up perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? It's something that's perfect. I'll tell you what, while we're on listeners' thoughts, we'll go through a few of them, shall we? Let's do that. So we, we questioned, didn't we, why the, the ball wasn't delivered by a little car? Yep. Uh, and Daniel Darwood has tweeted as a picture. You'll have to look on the Twitter. But the little cars have a rainbow flag around them. Ah. Uh, not, allowed, not allowed rainbows in uh, in Qatar. That's what does that... What do, what does Qatar do when it is sunny and it rains and there is an actual uh, rainbow? They all just walk around with their eyes closed yeah. <laughs> just, just to be on the safe side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's never rained. So, What, in Qatar? Yeah. It must have rained, even if their fate rained. Old Statman Wes coming out with another cracker. <laughs> he made it up again. Oh, it's never rained in Qatar. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a stat, though, is it? I don't know the weather patterns. It's a fact, which is essentially what a stat is. Yeah. Anyway, we've got another one. Uh, you'll like this one, Kingo. Uh, hi, guys. Loving the podcast. Kingo is my fave. Nice. Who do you think has scored the best goal so far? Great message so far. Ruins it with this. P.S. Well done to our neighbours, Wales, for their first World Cup in 64 years. No, we will not be congratulating them. Can we not? No. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, it's been told. Best goal best, so far? Best goal. It's Rashford for me. I know Saka's was a thunder bastard, wasn't it? But I think... I'd, I'd, even, I'd like Sterling's goal as well, though. I think he took it really well. This isn't... I think from a team team perspective as well, Kane's delivery... Which was the best well. goal? Uh, I do love a thunder bastard. I'll probably go Saka. Oh, I love a thunder bastard. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking Rashford. You would. Yeah. You would, yeah. Your Man opinion is irrelevant. Yeah. Scores, scores the goal. Other Man United boy lets in a goal. That's how we roll. 
That was a good song. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to go with the Thunder Bastard from Sacco as yeah. well. It's a good yeah. goal. It's a good goal. I'm, I'm willing. I'm, it's my second favourite goal. So we'll go with that. Uh, just to call out, by the way, that message was uh, actually from your wife, Adrian. So Thank you. Love that. <laughs> hence the Kingo is my fave. Yep. Uh, another question that came up was from Danny uh, asking if this England game, 6-2, by the way, just to repeat that, 6-2 versus Iran, if that, Iran, Iran, you ran? Um, I ran. I ran. I ran. Was it a ding-dong? Are you classing it as a ding-dong? No. No, no, Ding Dongs are closely fought games. That was yeah, by two was, good uh, teams going at each other. So if you remember, if you remember back to the Euros, a Ding Dong, a Ding Dong was classified as anything above two two. Two two is a Desmond. Everyone knows two two is a Desmond. Yeah, I think we need a new classification. Then this was a, um, it was too one sided for it to be a Ding Dong. So we so back in the Euros, we had uh, Kerry Ann. Uh, on Twitter was our ding-dong aficionado, if you will. Um, I think she preferred the dong to the ding, but I'm not certain. Um, She got in touch uh, to say she answered the question. So we put it to Twitter, was it a ding-dong? And she has reached out and said, in purely technical sense, yes, it was. But I do feel quite strongly that it doesn't pass the ding-dong vibe check. So I'm calling it not a ding-dong. I repeat, not a ding-dong. I'll take that. Yeah, I agree. And I think we should have a term for a one-sided ding-dong. A ding. That would be a dong. Yeah, or a ding. A dong-in. Yeah, a dong-in. Dong dong Absolute dong-in. That was a dong. <laughs> uh, well, Daniel, actually on that, so Daniel Darwin uh, replied saying it was more than just a ding. No, it's more more like just a ding, sorry. And then he did ask the question, are you allowed to mention dongs in Qatar? Well, no, yeah, they still yeah. have them. Yeah, as long as you're not. Touching about them. other people's, you're fine. Yeah, you're only allowed to talk about your own. So Charles also got in touch regarding the ding dong debate. He said no, it was a smacking that was dampened by Iran's second consolation. Yep. That penalty was a joke, by the way. Can we talk about that for a second? You talk about it. Go for it. So obviously we should have had a f- one in like five minutes in on Maguire, where he the guy pulls him to the floor. While- oh yeah, that was. But what gets me about that was sorry to interrupt you. Although I'm not actually sorry, but the. So VAR looked at that, yeah, that Maguire, that Maguire incident. How do they look at it and go, "No, that's fine, carry on." Well, what gets me is VAR looked at that and decided it wasn't. But then it wasn't the referee that stopped and gave a penalty to begin with. It was VAR that made the referee look at it again. The only thing I can think is that the referee saw Maguire being pulled down to the ground and didn't give said it, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that was that was the explanation, wasn't it? That he'd seen it. And didn't agree, didn't think there was a penalty, whereas the shirt pull, he hadn't seen it. Had, hence, they asked him to check it. But still, it, it's, it needs none, none of those reasons make it correct. No, consistency is um, all we ask for at the end yeah. of the day. But that's the fun about VAR, right? If it was consistent, it'd be boring. So we'd have nothing, nothing to talk, talk about, about at the pub yeah, exactly. or on the podcast. Uh, a few other ding dong. Oh no, I've just swiped the wrong way. Sorry. A few other ding dong related messages craig got in touch to say he thinks if one team goes ding 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 all match and the other team does a little consolation dong a consolation dong that's a great term. <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was last night when i got the consolation dong um, <laughs> about, <laughs> sorry i'll go again a little consolation dong about half an hour after everyone expected the match to have finished that is not a ding dong 
No, yeah, completely. Also, do you remember we were discussing anthems of World Cups? Yep. Yes. We mentioned, or I say we, Wes, you mentioned Wacka Wacka and Waving Flag, right? Yes. So uh, they were, in fact, both from 2010. Oh, the same World Cup. Wow. Same World Cup, which apparently lends weight to the strongly held belief in that part of the world that they did, in fact, have the best World Cup. They had the best World Cup songs. Best World Cup, this tweet says. Mm. And who am I to argue? Well, a deaf podcaster. Good point. We also had one from uh, our Aaron Lewis. I almost couldn't pronounce Aaron then. Uh, as far as he's concerned, neither were Carnival de Paris, so are lagging behind. Uh, that's a true. That was a banger, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it's the ultimate, wasn't it, really? People still sing that one as well. You don't hear they do. One. You don't hear in the terrorist ear, waka waka AA. They're not doing that. Well, bring it back. Yeah, maybe you should do that. Just go to random football grounds and start singing and see if people catch on. With a Vuvuzela as well. Yep. Yeah. And your ding-dong out. No. No, Keep keep your dong well away, please. Yeah, yeah, no dongs. Keep your consolation dong in its its home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we've had an email as well from all the way from Minnesota, USA. That's a long way. It's a long way, but via email, it's not, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's from Wayne Wayne has sent his email saying get in he listens to a lot of podcasts as I'm a contractor a builder who often works alone it's all Euro 2020 to me was exactly what I was looking for as a Euros recap I've become a bit of a cobbler's fan over these past two seasons keeping up exclusively through the podcast and I was overjoyed to see you're doing the World Cup glad to be back with you good luck to your boys and hoping both our sides get through Anyway, thanks for returning. Seeing you pop up on my podcast feed made my week. Sincerely, Wayne. There is a PS. Ready for the PS? I am. I'm born ready for it. PS. Fingering is going strong up here in the Great White North. Got to find ways to pass the time during these long winters. Brilliant. All I'll say, Wayne, is I hope you you warm your hands up first. Yeah, Yeah, Wayne, are you wearing gloves or... Oh, you can't wear gloves. You can't finger with gloves on. That's just... Well, that's, I, I'm, I'm saying you're risking frostbite if you don't. <laughs> that's the title of the pod. You can't <laughs> finger with gloves on. Do you think he might be the furthest away Cobblers fan? No. No, there's a there's a, there's a, um, a Cobblers fan called Dale who uh, lives in Australia. Okay. Melbourne, there's a couple in Thailand, a couple in Norway's not as far as Minnesota, is it? And there's a fair few in the US. They're all over the place. As the famous song goes, cobblers here, cobblers there, cobblers every, you know, you know the rest. Yeah. Uh, we've got another email. This is from Gary. Uh, it's, an interest, it's an interesting opening. Uh, Dear you wonderful group of herons, you all look okay today. Thoroughly enjoyed the England game, but my question is of a different nature. If you could have dinner with three people featuring in this World Cup, who would your choices be? There are some rules. One of them must be an England squad member. One must be a player from a different squad. And one must be a manager. Gary then finishes it with, thank you for your time and cooperation. P.S. Fuck off. Nice. I think it's because we said, feel free to get in touch. Yeah, we did. It's our own fault. We brought that on ourselves. So go on then. So, King, I'll go to you first. So, England squad player. England squad member, 
who do you want to your dinner party? I am going to bring Kieran Trippier. Kieran Trippier. For obvious uh, reasons. Player from a different squad. Um, I am going to go... Someone French, just because I like the accent. Yeah, yeah. Killian. Yeah, kill the French accent. Let's go, Killian. Excellent. Maps. And then your manager. Also, because his accent's funny, probably Louis Van Gaal. <laughs> just because it would be quite an enjoyable conversation. Excellent choice. So you've gone with Trippier, Mbappe, and Louis Van Gaal. That's a strange group of people, right? Yeah. Well, especially when you add you into the mix, mate. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Uh, Wes, Snapman, Wes. England squad member. So I'm going to go Ramsdale for England because he seems like a right lad. Nice. Yeah. Different squad? Um, don't know about that one. The manager would be um, Dragon Stankovic just because his first name is Dragon. You don't, meet, you don't meet many dragons, do you? You don't meet many dragons because they're not real. No. But he is. He's the Serbia manager. <laughs> I don't think he's actually a dragon. He is. Essentially, what you're saying is people's names mean what they are. That would mean that Adrian is actually a king, and we know he's not. Do you though? Yeah, it's debatable, isn't it? He's, you haven't seen him in Honduras. They love him there. Um, Non-English player. I'm going to go with Enna Valencia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just so I could talk through his goals yesterday. Yeah, good choice. I will go England squad member. I will go. Uh, who am I going to have a good time with? Jack Grealish. Yeah. Uh, different squad. I'm not sure yet. Manager. I will go with Hansi Flick. Just because of the name. Hundred percent because of the name. Oh god, yeah, he would. He was on my list. With a name yeah. like Hansi, he's got to be into fingering, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Hence, hence his surname as yeah, well. That's, right? that's how you get. Your, that's how you get that name. He's the cheeky, yeah. cheeky little flick. Yeah. Uh, player from a different squad. I'm gonna be really, really dull and boring. I'm gonna go Kiefer Moore. Why? Because I want to punch him in the face. I think he could probably beat you up. Hey, hold on. Why do you think that? Because he's pretty big and you're fairly small. Didn't they say he was six foot five? Yeah, he's a pretty big guy. That's a big guy. The bigger they are, the harder they fall, Adrian. This is true. Kind of the bigger no, they are, the easier it is to squash you. <laughs> I don't want to get squashed. The reason why I want to pick it, I read an interview with him. Or I can't remember where I read it or heard it on the radio. Essentially, he was born in England, wasn't he? He's English. No idea. Most of the world yeah. is on. Isn't yeah, it? he's English. Um, and he he essentially just ripped into England a little bit. And was like, oh, yeah. Obviously, that's the game we're going to be up for most. And we're going to make sure we beat them. We hate them and all that sort of thing. And I was like, you are English, mate. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, uh, that's yeah, that's why. Uh, that's it from listeners. Unless you two have received any rogue pigeons with letters or notes. No pigeons. No, the only comment I've got is that someone fell asleep to listening to the pod. And apparently they liked it still, which is nice. But... Someone fell asleep? 
yeah, a colleague of mine fell asleep whilst listening to me rambling on, apparently. Oh, that's, yeah. that's why I'll be honest, I, I dozed off earlier, mate, so. Yeah. I'm trying to keep you got one of, you got one of them voices, Wes. It's very soothing. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Keith Moore, Torquay. Born in Torquay. Yeah, there you go. It's easy English. And I know I've, the rules about parents, I've got a so question. Yeah. Go on. Why is there four and a half hours worth of injury time in every single World Cup game? <laughs> what's happened the England game was ridiculous because that first half I was like 14 minutes yeah that sounds about right considering the injury and then and they 10 put, minutes in the second half in the second half I was like what who so after that There's it actually made me miss it, I, I had to leave so I went over to my mate's house to watch it and he made bacon rolls actually it was lovely um, but he had to leave to pick up his daughter at, like just before three and invariably the game would have been finished but because of the injury time it was like, I'm really sorry, Still but going. we've got to go. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it was the same, same in like the, the Wales USA game. Was yeah, like, nine, like, wasn't it? Just, just like, have a word with yourselves. We don't need that much. Yeah, that England. Game. We love football, but we don't want it constantly. Yeah, right? exactly. Give us a break. That England yes. game's got to be the longest group game ever. Well, I'll tell you what, Wes, there's your challenge, mate. So by t- by the time tomorrow's pod is, comes around, I want an exact answer on that, please. Oh, mate, I'd have watched four more football games since then. I don't care. You're off work. You've got nothing else to do apart from sit, watch football, and get out your consolation, Don. Quickly, before we finish, tomorrow uh, we've got Argentina, Saudi Arabia at 10 a.m. Are we doing predictions? No, we won't do predictions. We'll just have a quick quick reminder of who we've got so that's the the 10 a.m one is argentina saudi arabia one o'clock denmark tunisia four o'clock mexico come on mexico uh, v poland and then the evening game is france v australia so it should be a good good day of football i think looking forward to the middle too that should be quite close yeah it should be a good day of football uh that is it from all of us just a reminder if you want to get in touch feel free to email us football to me pod at gmail.com uh, alternatively, you can contact us on the Twitter, which is at Euro 2020 to me. Alternatively, just go outside your house and shout. We might hear it. We might not. Thanks for listening. Well done, England. See you tomorrow.